You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast. My name is Brian Young. We are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan, and we're here with a special friend, Brad Borders from Purple Heart Homes, and we are here to talk about a bike ride. Now, we do a lot of work with organizations that have uh, have bike rides, but what about one that's really challenging? What about one that's 64 miles up a mountain, climbing 10,000 feet in elevation along the way? You know, we have a person here that's going to be telling us a little bit more about more about this event, but we have 10 cyclists that are going to do this on October 24th in Taylorsville to raise money for Purple Heart Homes. And it's really special. It's a way to honor veterans with disabilities, raise money to help them at the same time. Brad is from Purple Heart Homes and he's joining us. And this is a really special podcast for, for me and Scott and for everybody that, that listens to the Brand Builders podcast. Uh, we were fortunate enough to know one of the founders, Dale Beatty, uh, and, and had the opportunity to bring him on the podcast uh, in in uh, 2018, a few weeks before he unfortunately passed away. And I listened to that podcast a lot. Uh, he, he left a great memory. And I know Brad and the entire team over at Purple Heart Homes are not only doing everything they can to take care of his family, but they're really using his name and, and they're honoring him by continuing what his passion was, continuing what his message was. Um, I want you to listen to this podcast, but I definitely think you should go back and listen the one with Dale Beatty as well. Uh, but thank you so much, Brad, for joining us to get us caught up on Purple Heart Homes, talk about the great things you guys are doing, and specifically talk about this event that's coming up on October 24th. Welcome, Brad, to the Brand Builders Podcast. Well, thank you so much for having me today. Good Friday to you. Thank you. Happy Friday to you, man. Good to, good to see you again, buddy. Yeah, you too, brother. Thank um, you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So this ride, it, it seems like it's designed to be extremely uncomfortable for those cyclists. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. But 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 that's the yeah. point, right? Tell tell yeah. us why. Tell us about that. Yeah. So there's, uh, you know, in the in the in 2020, it's been a weird year, right? Uh, our, uh, you know, fundraising for nonprofits has had to change a lot, and so. Uh, the normal route to uh, you know doing the big golf tournaments and the big group get-togethers that's all that's all a thing of the past for right now and so we had to think about ways to to get creative and so uh, there's a cyclist former former Tour de France guy named Phil Guyman um, who is doing this uh, thing called Everesting it's where you get on a bike and you ride up and down a hill until you achieve the elevation gain of Mount Everest which is 29,600 and some feet. I can't remember exactly what it was. And, and so for a, for a Tour de France level 30 year old guy to do that, it's, it's like seven and a half hours, right? It's just brutal, awful, right? So I'm, I, I was like, I wanna do something like that, but I, I'm 50, I'll be 55 when we do this event. So uh, that's not in the cards for me, you know, Everest. So, so we, we had to pick, we had to pick a height that was doable in a day for, for folks that are, I guess I'm, you know, I'm in decent shape for, for mid fifties guy, but, but I'm not in Tour de France shape as a 30 year old guy. So, um, so I served in the army. I served uh, as a chaplain um, most of my time in, in the special operations community. And, and so I had a couple of friends of mine that were on a team that, um, that, rescued uh marcus luttrell um, I, if you remember yes. her, uh you know lone survivor and so one of my favorite of books yeah yeah right and so uh the the end of that story is is this team that 
that got him out of the, the mess that he was in on a really bad day. And, and so I called up uh, one of these guys. And I was like, hey, man, how, how high were those mountains that, that uh, you guys had to cross over to go get him? And they were like, yeah, they were like 10,000 feet. And I was like, boom, there's our number right there, right? So uh, we, we picked this mountain over in Alexander County. It's called Barrett Mountain. And so what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to go up this thing 16 times uh, in order for each individual rider to achieve an elevation gain of 10,000 feet. So it's uh, 650 some feet of gain every lap. Um, I, we have, we got a training ride tomorrow. So today's Friday and when folks are listening to this, we will have already done it, but tomorrow we got a training ride and we're going to go ride it tomorrow. <laughs> Woo. Uh, uh, so we've been, we've been riding it over and over again. It, it's, it's horrible. Uh, <laughs> you know, so, but I mean, you know, so, you know, in the military, uh, shared suffering uh, always uh, galvanizes people, galvanizes people together. And uh, uh, so, uh, you know, we're going to go suffer a little bit. It's not, you know, compared to what, you know, what, what our veterans have had to do in the past. It's nothing compared to what they've had to do. But uh, we, we thought that if we pulled this together, we pulled it off, uh, we rode the thing, we made people aware of what we were doing, it might be something that people I love it. So before we jump into into the uh, the bike ride itself, which sounds absolutely yeah. horrible, um, just thinking about it right now. I mean, I you know I, I think you guys are going to go do the training ride tomorrow and be like, "Woo, <laughs> a couple more weeks, let's do this." Um, yeah. But let's yeah. talk a little bit about Purple Heart Homes. Sure. We'd love to give you a uh, or, or give give our audience kind of a recap of of not only how the organization started, but what you guys are all about and uh, and what you sure. stand for. Yeah, so Dale Beatty, obviously, uh, our, our co-founder, along with John Galena, were just young National Guard guys, answered call of duty uh, for our country, uh, went over to Iraq in the early days of the war in 2004. Uh, November of 2004, they drove over an uh, anti-tank mine in their Humvee. Uh, it's actually a miracle they both lived. Uh, oddly enough, uh, they were driving thin-skin stuff uh, the whole their whole deployment. Uh, for those who don't know what a thin skin Humvee, it's got canvas doors on it. And the night before they drove over this IED, they were they were issued the only up armored Humvee in that unit. Wow! And uh, so they drove. So that really saved their lives. They all obviously they all lost both his legs. Um, John uh, had some major back injuries. Uh, you know all the other things, uh, uh, blast effects, TBI, all of that. And uh, uh, so. They all went to Walter Reed, stayed there for a year and a half, learned how to walk again on two metal legs, came home, found his house was unsuitable for him to get around in. And John had been in uh, the building business um, on the civilian side of his National Guard stuff. And uh, John really ramrodded uh, an, an amazing effort here to build Dale a new house and uh, got together with churches and building supply folks, uh, veterans groups. And during the construction of the house, the Dale saw these Vietnam era veterans that were coming out to hammer nails on his house and really kind of just was like, man, who's, who's looking after these guys? These guys are looking after me. Who's looking after them. And, uh, and that was really, he and, he and John had a heart to heart conversation after the house was built and said, we really need to, we need to pay this thing forward. And so that was in 2006 uh, when all that went down, they, they came up with the idea of starting this charity to, to help uh, help veterans, primarily older veterans. That's where it started, uh, to help the Vietnam and older generation because um, most nonprofits that help military folks nowadays are post 9-11 only. 
And so a lot of the Vietnam generation was getting left behind. They got left behind when they came home from, from combat um, in, a, in a society that did not appreciate what they did. And so, um, so anyhow, that was kind of where the idea came from. The, the nonprofit stuff was founded. Uh, you know, all the stuff was inked in 2008. And then the, really the first project happened about 2010. And that year was one project. It was a, it was a handicap ramp for a, a Vietnam veteran. And uh, so since then, uh, we're at 632 veterans served. Uh, something like that over the last, really the last uh, 10 years. Um, and um, and that goes from uh, anywhere from accessibility and safety renovations to construction of a new home uh, or homes that have been donated to us that we will refurbish and put veterans in that. Now we have, now we have a rental program uh, where we're putting veterans in, in uh, uh, affordable rent, rental property. Uh, and then just this year, our big thing now is we're building tiny homes here at our facility in Statesville. And our first one is going out the door to South Carolina next week to a veteran that has been living, really for all intents and purposes, been living in a mini barn. And uh, so, and then the second one goes out the week after that to a veteran, another veteran in South Carolina. Uh, both of these were brought to us by our chapter down there. This veteran lost his home completely demolished in the tornado that happened in Seneca, South Carolina, back in uh, back in the in the spring, and uh, we're really excited about that. And uh, so, all of this that we're doing is to is to get the in, engine going to help as many veterans as we can. Thank you for your service, man, and thank you for all the great work you guys are doing to this day in the community. That's that's amazing. That man, is absolutely well, we love, amazing. Yeah, man, we love our job. It's it's cool when you have a job you just you love coming into every day. Not without its challenges and frustrations and, uh, and hurdles, but uh, man, at the end of the day, man, your why is a big deal, right? You know, and, and uh, knowing your why. I think it was Simon Sinek did a great TED talk on knowing your why, uh, and uh, um, that got kind of uh, that golden bullseye of knowing your why really uh, provides energy for every day. I love that. Yeah, we um, we we're blessed to be able to bring on brands every week and hear so much passion for for a lot of different things whether it's in the nonprofit space whether it's in the private space and it really motivates you know i think me and scott and, and our listeners to to try to find what your why is find something that yeah. you do love to do don't just do something because you get a paycheck go out there and find something that you love and it makes your life so much better um and so that's awesome that you well, dude, if that. you want to if you want to make a lot of money don't do what we do <laughs> no, I, I mean you, do, you need to do something else if you want to make a lot of money but uh, but if you want to be able to go lay your head down at night knowing you did something good for somebody else every day that that's uh come on and jump in on something like this i think at the end of the day that's what it's all about man Amen. that's right money is just that's money right. yeah. it's just a tool yeah. you know it is speaking of that though and back to the bike event it seems difficult these days, as you mentioned, and challenging to get together and do these fundraisers. Um, I'd like to know, so it, it's people can actually sponsor a flag to honor a veteran, yeah. correct? And, yeah. and But the, the flags have a role in the ride, too. What will the cyclists be doing with them? And tell us a little bit about how yeah, this function so, is going to bring money to your organization. Yeah, we kind of we want to have a hook to get people involved in. And I, I don't mean that in a, a manipulative way, but we wanted people to be able to really identify with the event. So when we were downrange, you know, over in Afghanistan or Iraq or somewhere, we would, we would run flags up our flagpoles over there 
in honor of somebody back home. So we would run it up and then we would bring it back down. We fold it up, put it in a box, put a certificate in it and send it home. I sent one home to my dad. Right. And so he, and, it, and he got a certificate saying, Hey dad, you know, Hey, Jack Borders, uh, this flag was flown in your honor over, over board operating base spiker in, in Iraq in 2009. And so, uh, so we want to kind of bring that, um, that uh, feel into this event. So we've got these 12 by 18 inch sewn flags. They're really nice. They're kind of boat flags. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're small enough for us to carry up as cyclists in a little back pocket on your jersey. Um, and so what sponsors can do is they they can go to our website, sponsor flag. It's a hundred bucks to sponsor one of these flags. And then we'll carry that thing with their veterans name on it. So, they, so their grandfather served in World War II or or Vietnam, or maybe they got a brother that's serving now or a sister that's serving. That veteran's name will be on a baggie and that flag will be in that baggie. It'll go in my back pocket or one of our other riders. We'll take it to the top of the mountain. Then after everything is all over, uh, we'll pull that flag out. We're going to package it up real nice. We've got some other goodies we're going to put in and that's going to get shipped to the sponsor. Uh, And they'll get the flag that was ridden to the top of the mountain. So their flag and their veteran will have taken the hill with us. Um, and we're calling that honor on the hill. Um, and uh, so it'll be something that they can m- remember for, for a long time to come. And then plus, so that it's a, it's a double win. They honor the veteran uh, that is in their life specifically. And then um, what uh, the, beyond the cost of what we have to do with the flag and the shipping and everything, the rest of that money goes directly into paying up forward to help a veteran with a housing need. Uh, we're pretty excited. So we got, I, so we really have barely promoted this thing up until this week. And we, we've already, I've already got 30 flags sponsored. Wow. You know? So uh, well, I'm hoping for, uh, I'm hoping for a thousand, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. right. I can carry a bunch of flags, man. I'll put on a rock and carry 50 flags <laughs> if I've got to, you know, so. That is awesome. How many riders yeah. do you have registered so far? So right now we've got. Uh, so we kind of had to limit it because uh, because of the road uh, conditions. Uh, it's, a, it's a dangerous descent. Uh, you can get up to forty five or fifty miles an hour on the descent because it's super steep. And so uh, we've got we've got uh, a unique group of people. We've got some veterans. We've got friends of veterans. We've got family members. And right now we have twelve. <clears throat> we have twelve riders. I started with an idea of having ten, but then. It was like, you know, I served, uh, you know, in the special forces community and a special forces operational detachment is 12 members. And so uh, we decided to cap it at 12. Um, but then uh, this unique group of folks called Project Echelon, which uh, they found out about us uh, through some contacts. And Project Echelon is a uh, tier one level pro, no kidding. We get paid to ride a bicycle race team out of Wisconsin. And they actually jumped in on a sponsorship for us. Their whole mission, they're a 501c3 as well. And the, all of their energy and effort and promotion goes into uh, veteran, other veterans nonprofits. So they raise awareness for other veterans not, nonprofits like Save a Warrior, uh, some of the other ones that deal with PTSD. And they jumped on with us. And so uh, when I was in talks with their race director, uh, he was like, hey, I've got three um, – you know, pro riders that live in North Carolina and they want to come ride with you. So, uh, um, yeah, so we got some 25 year old, no kidding, Tour de France, you know, uh, you know, with a lot of red blood cell type of guys are, are coming and I'll probably, I'll see those guys at the start and then they'll be like reading a book when I'm done. 
Um, but uh, it's going to be really neat. So we've got three of those guys coming, and, and uh, we're really excited about that. Uh, they've been a huge uh, supporter of ours, and we're, we're thankful for them. Uh, Very cool. Yeah, I love yeah. that. You know, to, to go back on um, on Dale, and, and, you know, we had the opportunity to meet Dale at Hoodarger Breakfast Club and, and really, you know, created a friendship with him. He was just that type of person that if you have a conversation, you, everybody got something out of that conversation. And I don't mean that in a selfish way. It's just he, he just made you feel special. And I, I do listen to his podcast a lot. Um, just because it puts a lot of things into perspective. I was not a father when uh, when I met Dale. Now I have two sons myself. So it, it definitely puts things into perspective from that. But one of the takeaways from his podcast is, is he, he talked about, you know, Purple Heart Homes will always be here after me, right? And he mentioned things like that. And it, and it just kind of, you know, brings a tear to your eye when you think about it, because like he didn't know that that his time was about to come. Um, but you guys have done such an amazing job to not only honor him, but come up with unique and creative ways to raise more money to help the overall cause. And I think Dale and, and obviously his family are so proud of you guys. So I just want to say on behalf of the Dunstan Group, I, I just love that you guys have, have, have taken you know, that 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 just terrible time and turn this into a positive and, and continue to come up with new and creative ideas like this one. Um, so so that's just my statement. Yep. I think it's amazing. Now, I do since we, we can't have you know, you can't sign up to ride, but you can buy a flag. There is a unique way that you're not allowing spectators, but there's a special way to cheer these cyclists on. What exactly is that? Is that the flag? What is the what is the way that, that people can kind of follow this journey and get really involved into it or in with yeah, it? So- yeah, so we, you know, gosh, on our social media, we, I've got a um, Take That Hill uh, Facebook blog that I'm putting stuff on. We got a, I just started a couple weeks ago, and I'm putting up videos every week uh, of our uh, of our training. Um, my wife uh, reluctantly gets on the videos with me. She's sort of deadpan, and and uh, she helps me be a little funnier uh, than I normally am, and so. Uh, uh, but we're putting up videos like that. You can, people can follow along with what we're doing. Um, and then and then day of the event, we'll do some live stream stuff from the mountain. Um, it's it, Barrett Mountain's a unique place. It's a dead end road and there's about 30 families that live on that road. And so we're gonna we're going up and we're giving cowbells to every house uh, so that when we come by, they can ring a cowbell for us and, and get the community involved with it. And so, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, this year with all the, um, you know, quarantine and social distancing, we've got to really be mindful of that so that we don't um, present a, a, an image of, uh, you know, being unsafe. Uh, you know, hopefully next year, we'll, and we, we want this to be a yearly event now because uh, we really think it's going to take on a life of its own. Uh, next year, we'd love to see the, the roadway lined with folks, um, you know, being a part of it. So, uh um, the, the live stream is going to be great. Um, we'll have some, we'll have some of our riders talking about why they're doing it, if they can talk. And, uh, <laughs> and so, it, yeah, it's going to, it's going to be really good. So you can follow along with us on Facebook and, and, uh, that'll, that'll be great. Any support we can get will be fantastic. So, uh, uh, we're very grateful. It's, it's really grown to be way bigger than I originally started, thought about just doing it by myself and, you know, raising a, you know, a few thousand dollars and, and, and now we're now we're at a level where I was like, oh, my gosh, we could really, really help some folks going forward by doing this. So. I love that. So yeah. I want to ask you a, a, a personal question, and, and it's it, it just kind of popped in my head. Um, mm-hmm. So that's kind of what happens. 
So we live in a world where there's a lot of division. Um, it doesn't seem like people are on the same page. We're not, you know, moving towards a common goal where I think we can as a as a community and as a country. And you mentioned that Dale, when he created uh, Purple Heart Homes with John, one of the biggest challenges was there were a lot of veterans, like people from Vietnam, that came back that were left. And and he talked about some special moments that he got to share when he helped out a veteran from Vietnam and. They literally were crying, saying, like, this is the first time anybody's thanked me for my service. Right. He's been back yeah. in the country or she for th- 25, 30 years, you know, and, yeah. and, and they were left. Um, you guys did an amazing job of saying we're not just going to do this post 11. We're going to do this for everybody. And I yeah. think, you know, I would just love to have what, what is your opinion or your advice to, to just our entire country to, to get through the noise and come together and realize that we're not as different and we all need to have a common goal and that's to make the best country we can be for our kids, for our family, for our community. I would love to, to hear your uh, your thoughts on that. Yeah, well, I, I appreciate that question and that, that really means a lot to me. Lord knows we need some good news today, don't we? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Amen. plenty of bad news uh, going on out there and, uh, um, you know, I it it's not nearly as complicated as we might think it is. Uh, I, I, you know, I look. I'm a Christ follower, uh, and and when I, when I say the word follower, I don't just mean like uh, you know walking behind somebody. I try to follow after him. Um, one of one of the uh, we've all heard it, but he said a really profound thing is that we ought to love our neighbor as ourselves. And, um, I like to say uh, with regard to Purple Heart Homes that work is our love language. And uh, the work that we do uh, is the way we express uh, our love for our fellow man. Uh, if you look through our um, our veteran records, that the folks that we've served, um, it, it, it's black, white, brown, male, female. <laughs> there's no there's no uh, there's no division um, uh, in in the you know in the military is made up of a dichotomy of of, uh, of what this country. Uh, what our nation's all about. And so, um, you know, I, I, I just see a lot as I look at the news and I, I just try not to look at it as much now, but I, I see a lot of lack of love uh, for, for our fellow man, a lot of lack of people uh, wanting to listen to the other uh, on whatever side you're on. And, and um, um, I, I think anytime we're in a us and them mentality, uh, nobody wins uh, at all. Um, and, and I, you know, I win when others win. Uh, that's just the way I look at it. And uh, so um, I think I think our country needs to stop and take a breath and listen to each other, uh, love our neighbor as we as we ought to be loved, be willing to uh, disagree about things, but still be friends with people. Um, and uh, um, you know, I, I think what Jesus was talking about in the Sermon on the Mount, he, that was some political ideology right there. And and. Uh, he was looking at a, at, a, at a shift in the way people ought to look at one another and ought to care for one another. And uh, that stuff is 2,000 years old and it's still applicable right now, uh, today. And so, I, you know, I, I'm going to try to follow after that today. That's all I can do, right? Sure. Love it. What great feedback. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and thank you for answering yeah, that question. That's I, awesome. I, I figured, yeah. you know, somebody that's been and, and I, I, I am I come from from a family that has a lot of people in the military. I was not uh, in the military, but I can I can appreciate that brotherhood and everybody that I've ever met that are veterans 
it's just something special and and, uh, and and you guys can all come together as a common goal and you know what that could be life or death or that could mean life or death and and I just sure. I appreciate you sharing that and I think you know look as a civilian our lives are a lot easier because of soldiers like yourself right you've given us the opportunity to have freedom of speech to have the opportunity to do what we want and we can't take that for granted and if it's as easy as just trying to meet somebody that's not like you then do it people it's not that difficult you know, we get to have people on this podcast all the time that are different than us. And I think it's amazing. And you'd be shocked at how similar you are, even if you look at someone and think that you are not at all. Um, so I yeah. really do appreciate that feedback. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it, you know, we got a, we got a country that's uh, divided on down red and blue lines. And it's a well, we're a lot more diverse than that, aren't we? You know, yeah, it's Absolutely. not just politics, right. man. There's right. It's not so much politics. more to life. Yeah. Like it's so much more, yeah. you know, it's so much more. Totally. Agree. Um, I, I've got a I've got a neighbor. Uh, my neighbor, uh, uh, she she and her husband, they do not agree with. Like if we lay down our belief systems, they don't have we don't have anything in common. But you know what she does? Like if like Friday mornings, if I forget to take my trash out, she'll send me a text message and go, "Hey, good good Friday morning to you. You know the trash man's coming today. You should make get your trash can out so you don't have to be stuck with that all over the weekend." You know. I mean, and but ideologically, we're nowhere near each other. But man, we we're we're great friends, and and uh, we just try to take care of each other. You know, when the storms come, you take care of your neighbor, right? You know, so sure thing. That's exactly yeah. right. So before we before we get uh, get get done with with this podcast and, and kind of close it out, what is the best way for people to get in touch with you? For people to donate or sponsor a flag? Uh, and, and obviously be able to follow this. I know Purple Heart Homes, uh, USA.org is the website. It, can they just yeah. go on there and, and purchase a flag? Yeah, yeah if you, could, you can go on there and there's a, we have an events tab on there. Uh, and when you click events, there'll be, a, there'll be a list of about four events on there. And you'll see the big Take That Hill uh, logo. And uh, you just click on that and uh, follow the instructions. It's just got a kind of a narrative in there about what the event's all about and why we're doing it. And, uh, and then there's a there's a place to place to donate on there. You can I think uh, we have some text to give stuff that's in there as well. Uh, so you can text to give, and that's a super simple, easy way to to support what we're doing. And uh, we're real uh, we're real grateful to everybody who would who would take what uh, you know their hard earned resources and and pay it forward with us. And we're very grateful for that because it's without. Without folks that do that, man, we don't we don't uh, we don't get to take part in this mission, man. So uh, uh, we're grateful for everybody that uh, that believes in what we're doing, and we're, we're so thankful. I have a little proposition. How many cowbells do you need? Um, we got. I think we're going to get a hundred. Okay. Do you already have cowbells? We had uh, we we identified some, but okay. we hadn't got them. You guys got cowbells? We do, and I was going to say that could be our contribution. We'll logo them up for yeah, you. Why heck yeah? We'll take. Why yeah. heck yeah? Maybe we'll maybe we could trade cowbells. you those for a flag because I'd love to have one of those flags to we'll display and could, talk about. <laughs> you got it. I'll, I'll put you in touch with Scott. I'll put you in touch with Paula and good. get you squared yeah, away. We work man. with Paula a good bit, so I'd love to connect yeah. with her. But that'll be our our piece if you hadn't already gone down that route. And uh, we'll logo them with the event logo or Purple Heart Homes logo, whatever it is, and uh, donate those. And maybe we. Well, I'll get with her today. Thank you so much. That's a blessing. Absolutely. Appreciate that. Thank you, man. Yeah. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, uh, Brad. Uh, On behalf of everyone, um, thank you for your service. Thank you for for helping and supporting 
uh, veterans. You know, it's it's something that I don't take for granted for how blessed I am to be in this in this country. And it's because of of people like you and people that you support. And so I, I can't think of a better organization to, to to donate money to and to support during these times. They do amazing things. And you guys are continuing to challenge yourselves to be better, uh, including doing mini homes. I love that. That's such a cool, uh, cool opportunity for you guys as well. But, Brad, you know, thank you so much uh, for joining us. But but honestly, for for everything that you guys do. Well, thank you all. We, I really appreciate it. Thanks for what you're doing, helping other organizations too as well. Uh, man, it, you know, there's so much need out there in our country. And and uh, sometimes we just need a, a, a bullhorn like yours um, to get the message out to people. So thanks for sharing your platform. With Absolutely. You a bullhorn. Heck yeah. We hadn't heard that, That's but that is first, awesome. Yeah. Thank you, man. Yeah. We appreciate that. Get the bullhorn that. out. That's right. Man. Best of luck with your event, dude. Yeah, so God bless you. You know, everyone, if you are if you're listening, please like, share, comment, follow. You know, Purple Heart Homes is an amazing organization. Uh, It means a lot to us from from having Dale on and now having Brad on. Um, You know, it's an it's an amazing group, and I uh, we're honored to be able to support you guys, and and it's great to be able to tell your story. So, uh, until next time, thank you, Brad. You are listening to the Brand Builders Podcast. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.